Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation is proud to present Philanthropy and Friends, the podcast that explores the positive impact of philanthropy and nonprofits in our communities. With your host, Jane Powell. Hi, my name is Jane Powell. Welcome to Community Connections brought to you by the Greater Kanawha Valley Foundation. This is a show showcasing community involvement, and I have great guests today. I'm excited for you to meet uh, two members of Women's Song Chorale. I have Artistic Director Jeanette Boffley. Thank you so much for being here. And Board President Karen Klein. Um, I am excited to hear all about Women's Song. So uh, Jeanette, and did I say your name right? Jeanette Bowlby. Bowlby. Bowlby, pardon me. Uh, Jeanette, tell me about how Women's Song started. Woman's when song, did Women's well, Song start? Yeah. Let's start there. Quite a while ago. Women's Song started in 1997 with the original artistic director, Joanne Cordell. She brought the group together, uh, probably handpicked women, and they rehearsed and put concerts on and went places. And it just became a staple in the Charleston area. I don't know a whole lot about her time there because I didn't even live in this area at the mm -hmm. time. But uh, later on, when they changed directors, it became under the directorship of Emily Capice. And she brought it to Christchurch United Methodist Church. The rehearsals are there and some of the concerts. It's an audition organization. Our ensemble is to, you have to audition to be in it. Uh, you contact us through the website and you can audition with me. And then once you're in, you're in. And we have quite a variety of women in our group, all races, all religions, all ages. We go from 20-year-olds to 70-year-olds, and it's, it's just a great group of women. Wow. So uh, probably about 30 members, is that right, give or and take? Any given time that we are rehearsing or doing a concert, we have about 30 women. We have more that are in the group, and they kind of come and go depending on what's going on in their lives. Mm -hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Karen, how long have you been involved? Um, I've been at Women's Song for seven years. Um, before I was with Women's Song, I was with a community chorus that was um, uh, SATB, uh, male and female, and I had always uh, seen Women's Song perform on at New Year's Eve on, uh, on the Good Night performances, um, mm -hmm. which of course is a wonderful you know, opportunity to see various organizations in the Valley. and. Um, I'd always loved watching Woman's Song perform, and, and I actually auditioned. It's sort of a running joke with uh, one of the other ladies in the group. I actually auditioned twice before I got in. Um, the first time I was told I needed some voice lessons, and the second time I was, <laughs> I was told that um, there was too many altos, and so I needed to come back because the balance is important to us. Um, right. In some of our pieces, you don't, wanna, you don't want a group to have too many lower voices or too many higher voices. So um, it's been a real, um, real wonderful seven years for me, um, and uh, I've been board president for four years, um, and uh, so it's it's been a wonderful, wonderful ride. You've had some challenging uh, years under your presidency. I have, um, as as I was telling you earlier, when we uh, when I first became board president, um, after serving on the board for a year, our first. Uh, board retreat that July, our director, Emily Capice, that uh, Jeanette mentioned, told us that her husband had taken a job in Cleveland and they were moving out of state mm -hmm. and she was staying through the school year so we had a year to hire her replacement. And so we, um, that first year we, we had applications and, and we had auditions with two finalists and 
and uh, hired Jeanette out of that process. So that first year was a transitional year. Um, mm -hmm. The second year, um, which was Jeanette's first year as artistic director, we had one concert under our belts before COVID hit. And um, so for the last two and a half years, we've been um, working under COVID restrictions. Um, mm -hmm. And so it's, it has been a challenging four years, but we've maintained um, and I think continued to grow as an organization. It's been really exciting. Well, COVID, yes, has changed so many things in our world, but I am excited to know that uh, you're still together and you're still performing and we've got upcoming performances to talk about. But before we get into things that are coming up in the, in the spring, we just have to touch base about some of the fabulous places this chorale has sung in the past. Um, you guys have been all over the world. Yes, the, the group before I came to it had been to uh, Italy, and a couple of times we've been to Piccolo Spoleto in Charleston, South Carolina. Wow. And then Emily's last year, uh, Karen actually put the trip together. We went to Croatia, and we sang at several places in Croatia. Now, were there festivals there that you were singing in? Were you invited to, to certain organizations? How does that happen? That you just decide to go sing in a foreign country? Um, the, the trip to South Carolina was for a festival, the Piccolo Spoleto, mm -hmm. as Jeanette mentioned. Um, the uh, Italy trip was also a festival in San Marino, from, from what I understand. It was also prior to my time in the organization. Um, the Croatia trip was organized by a group that does um, choral and, and instrumental ensemble tours and they helped select our locations. It wasn't part of a festival, but we did have some partnership concerts where we would perform with local organizations, local arts organizations. Um, so we, uh, we did uh, four concerts in, in Croatia. Um, one actually was within the, the context of a, of a church service where we had done a concert on Saturday night and then on Sunday morning we performed as part of their worship service. Wow, I bet that was Catholic beautiful. Church. And was beautiful. Uh, it, was, it was amazing because the church had been built in the first century. And <laughs> so uh, it, was, it was absolutely incredible seeing things from, from you know, two millennia ago. So I have visions of Julie Andrews and sound of music <laughs> floating through my mind that you know, you're singing throughout Europe and, <laughs> and that it was as fabulous as the sound of music. And <laughs> I'm sure that it was. The, the most amazing thing about the Croatia trip for me was um, we perform um, almost heaven country roads um, you oh. know, in our concerts and a lot of people in the audience sang along with us on the choruses. Wow, that's fun. Uh, it, was, it was just, it was, it was really, truly amazing. <laughs> you transcend these cultures and everybody recognizes that song. It was awesome. We, get, we got to represent West Virginia overseas. I love that. Well, and speaking of, uh, you do, you're based here in Charleston, but it is a statewide organization. Is that right? Yes. So members could live anywhere, and you perform through, obviously, the world, but throughout the state. Um, so that's something to keep in mind, I guess, when people are uh, interested in auditioning and that sort of thing. Um, and I know that you've done some fun things. So Croatia and Italy and the whole sound of music throughout Europe is still <laughs> floating through my mind. But you've uh, done some more kind of down to earth things, the WV basketball game, is that right? Yes, we've uh, twice mm -hmm. now we've gotten to sing the national anthem 
at the West Virginia University ladies basketball uh, games at the Civic Center here in Charleston. Oh, that's fun. It was wonderful. Yeah, and um, smaller scale, I know you've done uh, performances at Taylor Books here in Charleston. That was part of Art Walk. Um, we thought that that would be a great venue because, you know, a large part of Art Walk is, is showcasing mm -hmm. art in the community. Mm -hmm. And so uh, Taylor Books is a great venue for us. To, they've got a little alcove that we can, we can stand in, and, and uh, so that, that's, that's been a great, um, great so venue for us. To you told me in. something interesting about that performance, and you said you kind of weave it into some of your others, that you incorporate sign language. We do. Uh, one of our members, Marsha Klusmeyer, um, is actually a retired uh, Kanawha County school teacher mm -hmm. and um, taught ASL. And so we have had a couple of pieces that we have done that she has mm -hmm. taught us um, some very simple ASL mm -hmm. that we've used um, in our pieces that's, that's really been wonderful. Another way to make music something for everyone. Um, tell me about things that are coming up in the spring. Well, this spring, our concert is May 7th. and it A will real live, yeah. honest to goodness? Honest to goodness concert. In-person concert? Yes. <laughs> we have one in December at Christchurch. This May 7th concert is at St. Matthew's Episcopal Church on Norwood Road. Great. Uh, we are collaborating with the women's ensemble from Ohio University called Bella Voce and their director, Dr. T uh, Dr. Petit, sorry, Dr. Dominique Petit. Okay. So we're really looking forward to getting together with those young ladies and singing some music together. We're actually going to do one piece with them for sure that's uh, by Moira Smiley, Refugee. And Woman Song had Moira Smiley here in Charleston in 2018 to sing on our concert. We did a lot of her music and she did a workshop. Wow. So. And I'm sorry, you say this is a name I don't recognize and I feel like I should. No. <laughs> so, Maura Smiley is a, uh, I think a lot of her music has very strong Celtic influences um, and probably what she's most famous for is body percussion, um, which we have done quite a number of her pieces. Um, and um, before COVID, we had a trip planned to perform it at uh, Carnegie Hall in New York um, on a concert of Maura Smiley's pieces. Um, but uh, so body percussion involves, uh, you know, sort I, of I like beatboxing. Is, yeah, I is can kind of think about yeah. that. <laughs> so there's a lot of clapping, there's slapping on the legs, and stomping your feet. Like stomping it, your feet. There's a yeah, lot to it. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it's hard to sing and do that at the same time for some people. It's like the chewing gum and walking at the same time. Right. <laughs> wow. It's um, great that we have a full three, three to four months to rehearse the music before <laughs> we have to perform it sometimes. Absolutely. Uh, so you're doing the collaboration with Ohio State. Ohio University. Uh, Ohio University. Tell me about other collaborations that you might be doing. Is there something you're working with a young composer? Uh, we, are, we aren't working with a young composer right now. Okay. But we, would, we are always open to that. We've talked about doing a composer composition, a, a composition contest. Oh, okay. But that, you know, because COVID hit, we haven't been able to do that. We do collaborate with other people. Um, we've asked some other directors that do women's ensembles to come into our retreats, and we'll do that. You know, we are working on scheduling that. We have a board member, Erin Kishpaugh, who is an Alexander Technique specialist, and she will be coming in to work with us on Alexander Technique, which just helps singers uh, stretch more, use their air more, and just okay. be better singers. Yeah, well, always learning, isn't that right? Mm -hmm. 
There's also some other uh, treble choirs that we've paired with in the past. Horace Mann um, Middle School here had a treble choir that we invited to perform with our in our one of our winter concerts mm -hmm. about five years ago. Yeah. And um, also Nicholas County had a treble choir um, that they, they brought down. They came down here to Charleston and performed with us. We also use local musicians when we have um, a parts that go into our piece, like a flute part or a violin or a percussion part. Mm -hmm. So we've used students from colleges as well as local musicians. One of the things that I've really emphasized as president of the board is to try to, um, to foster, um, mm -hmm. you know, women especially, um, young women especially, and, and to, uh, to increase their, their musical skills. And, and uh, it's been a really wonderful opportunity for us. I just love that. Um, I love the collaboration with the quote professional singers and then mentoring others. I, I gotta tell you, they wouldn't let me in the elementary school choir <laughs> and that is the truth. Um, so the car is about the only place that you hear me sing in these days. Um, I, I enjoy your talent very much. Um, and if I wanna hear you sing, tell me the best place to find that information. On our website, Woman Song Corral, uh, it's Woman Song Corral of WV. Okay. I think we have that on, on screen. The screen. Mm -hmm. uh, there are videos of some of our pieces on there. There's also a YouTube video on there for warm-ups in the car. So if you want to keep singing in the car, okay. you, can, <laughs> you can pump that through and warm up and get your voice going. Yeah, uh, and that's we what I need. We're hoping to put on a few more of the YouTube videos on uh, taking care of the voice. Okay, and you have a Facebook page too, we is that right? We have a Facebook page. That's where most of our marketing is done is through our Facebook page. Um, and so if you search for a woman's song and you put in Charleston, West Virginia, you should be able to locate it. Okay, um, great. There's another woman's song organization else around the country, but we are the one in West Virginia. And um, we also have a YouTube channel. Um, so I'm trying to direct people to our YouTube channel as well. So again, that's also a woman's song. I think it's a purple circle with the W. We don't have a logo right. in there. So there's a, a Facebook page, a website, and a YouTube channel to learn more about women's song. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much for being here. Thank, Thank you, Jane. You. And I'm looking forward to May 7th at St. Matthew's. 7.30. Is the 7.30, yeah. the next concert. St. Matthew's right. in South Hills. All right. Thank you so much for Thank being you. here. Thank you guys for joining us. This has been Community Connections, brought to you by the Greater Canal Valley Foundation. We'll see you next time. For more info on the Greater Canal Valley Foundation, visit us online at tgkvf.org.